Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, baby. Happy Friday Eve, otherwise known as Thursday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. So if I... Sponsor the time check. I probably should tell you what time it is. That, it, that'd be helpful, yeah. It is 6.08. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, top stories. $79 billion tax cut bill that's bipartisan. We're going to sway through the House. It'll go on to the Senate. I haven't had a chance to really dig into it. What What's going on there? Bipar- you know, it's bipartisan. Mm. So that I go, well, uh, Don't you, have when, to look when, at that. When you hear that phrase, don't you just think wimpy Republicans? A lot of times. Yes. A lot of times. I just, you know what? There's so few of any of them that I trust on any level. That's why I am all for, you know, the reduction in the size of government, reduction in the size of taxes, reduction in the amount of government workers we have, et cetera. Come on. Anyway, so there's that. And uh, we'll dig into that. Also, uh, we made some strikes, apparently, on some Houthi drones, mm-hmm. but this isn't, uh, you know, the full answer um, to yeah, the three is... deaths of American soldiers. So, yeah, Not even related to that particular, so yeah. Yeah, terrible car wreck yesterday on I-75. Oh. In fact, yeah. speaking of I-75, uh, uh, come on, there's hardly anybody on the road, and yet they managed <sighs> to get in a wreck already. I don't understand. This happened about 5.20 or so this morning. Um, southbound uh, I-75, Marion County, uh, in that area of around mile 341, got a couple of lanes closed. Traffic is moving, but it is moving really slow. So. All right. It, that's yeah. And I was driving by yesterday when there was a fatality, 27-year-old oh, Ocala yeah. woman. Uh, it looks like yeah. apparently hit the back of a parked tractor trailer that was parked on the, you know, the inside shoulder yeah. on I-75. That would be northbound. I was headed southbound, um, and the traffic was backing up quite a bit because the accident allegedly happened right before 10 a.m. I was on the road at that time, probably about 10.35, mm-hmm. well, at, when I got there, probably 10.45, and already massive oh, yeah. uh, backups. And when I saw the car, it looked like it was either convertible or the roof had been peeled off either by the accident or maybe mm-hmm. to try to you know save the woman apparently that that passed away um but it did not look good and i it was just a, i don't know if it's instinct or what but when i saw that i immediately you know said a prayer sure um because i said somebody has been terribly hurt or maybe right. didn't make it i mean mm-hmm. you could see it um and i had no idea that it happened with the tractor trailer parked right until uh, I, I saw something on it today but mm, folks i-75 people just the pay crazy attention driving on there you pay know. attention yeah. put that daggone phone down you know you, you put your radio on the sky and you leave it there 
Period. There you go. You know, like that's you part. That way, you're not you don't have to push any buttons or mess with anything. You leave it right there. Keep your hands on the wheel. Yeah. Ooh, I'm writing that down. That could be a song. Yeah. yeah. Keep your hands upon the wheel. It is uh, now 6-11. We've got a lot to talk about, including Mark Zuckerberg. Imagine this guy's a gazillionaire. Yeah. And Senator Josh Hawley calls him out. Hawley. 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 Were you going to do like uh, yeah. Holly Hawley? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what was in my head. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, that's one of my favorite Neil Diamond songs. Yeah, I've got good. a few. Yeah. Like me some Neil Diamond. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, Mark Zuckerberg delivered a surprise apology. Uh, yeah, uh, you were, he was put on the spot. He was put on the spot. Was any of this talked mm. about, rehearsed in advance? I don't know. Maybe. Was it all awkward to you? The whole. But, I, don't, yes. I don't think you should have called him out to do that. I think. I I think sometimes they get a little dramatic there. What he could have said was, "I'm going to give you an opportunity if you'd like to." To address the families, yeah, uh, you still you're he on the acted spot like he point. was like I'm large and in charge, which I like. Oh yeah, I like Holly. Yes, uh, I do. And uh, so he seemed it didn't seem in his quite in his normal character yeah. from what I've seen. But anyway, um, in a stunning move yesterday, the billionaire boss of Meta stood up from his chair. You know. Do we even think of it, the meta? No. Like, means, you change your name and no, nobody... means nothing. Yeah. It's, it's up there with X. Why don't you just call it Prince? Yeah. Ooh. Or just have a symbol. Yes, that we can't pronounce. You know what? They should just have a symbol, the face of uh, Data. Yes. Once you've seen that meme, yeah. Well, well, it's Zuckerberg. It is, but... And he, he collects Data, and yes. he looks like Data from, what was that, Star, Star Trek, Trek the next 2 generation. or whatever? Yeah. Star Trek 2.0? The next generation. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, I, but I he do. does look like Data. So I was a fan of the, you know, the first go. Oh, right? absolutely! No, that was the best. Captain Kirk, he was so awesome. I'd give it a rush. She's got Captain. She can't take any more. I still see him. He like has a gig on what is it, the History Channel? Oh, he's ninety years Dude's old. Dude's one hundred twelve. He is, and I yeah, know. and he still looks and sounds great. I, I really, I think that. When he was traveling on the Starship Enterprise, I yeah. think he might have really found that fountain of youth. Yes, and didn't tell anybody else. No. Everybody else has died off, and he still looks fantastic. That's right. Um, so why was he there? Why was he in front of these folks, Zuckerberg and all that? Because, honestly, this kind of... I didn't know this was coming up. But he turned from his chair. He faced the back of the room where parents held up pictures of their children, mm. who they say had been harmed by... Social media. Right. You got that? So the bullying type thing? Yeah. I'm sorry for everything uh, that you all have been through. And he was grilled for hours by lawmakers over Meta's failure to crack down on child predators and sextortion <sighs> crimes on Facebook. You know, where somebody lures a young person in, they think it, you know, it's going to be a boyfriend, girlfriend, right. or whatever. They send them pictures that would be very embarrassing if their mom, dad, or anybody else saw them. And then they use the the picture to get them to do other things. Mm-hmm. And it escalates from there. And then some of them can't take the pressure, and they harm themselves or well, kill themselves. And, and, and uh, AI is a big part of this, though, because they're making some photographs that look like the people. They're changing the faces, the whole bit. Uh, 
It's all scary stuff. Well, it's scary, but you know the AI thing? Yeah. Now you can just say, oh, no, you, you can't uh, extort anything from me because uh, I'm just telling everybody that's AI generated. I didn't do that. <laughs> right? Sounds like you've given this some thought already. Mm, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one should go through the things that your families have uh, suffered, and this is why we invest so much, and we're going to continue doing industry-wide efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things your families have had to suffer. <sighs> okay, so hmm. they've had the social media giants in front of congressional hearings right. before. Um, and they all talk a good game. They seem to be, you know, uh, humble and uh, act with humility. And yes, and we're working on that. We're going to do the best we can. In other words, okay, well, they they, they promise to self police, um, and they're they're billionaires and making a ton of money. So yeah, they they should want to protect their product and make it as safe as they can for everyone, right? But can we make this a hundred percent safe world? No, and and if. If the legislature moves in D.C. to make it so that families can sue in this kind of scenario, social media giants right. yeah. sue them, Right. that to me, it, well, what if somebody called up and harassed your kid on a phone? Can I file a suit against AT&T? Good luck with that. It's the mechanism. It's right. a communication it mechanism. It goes back to holding, uh, do we hold automakers responsible for for? someone doing something stupid do we sue gun makers because someone used the product wrongly yeah exactly it gets messy 617 on the bob rose show greg cassidy is here happy happy thursday you're listening to 97.3 the sky he brings the brutal truth they're trying the left to destroy israel mark levin hamas's attack Blinken saw it as an opportunity as they protect the Iranian regime. Six o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. Morning. Rise and shine and pump it up, my friends. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. It is 621. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Top story. Uh, one of them, anyway, $79 billion tax cut bill uh, passed the House, really, really bipartisan. And uh, so we'll dig into that. And I also want to remind you, when you do get up first thing in the morning, just make it a habit. You can catch up on the latest news using your friend and mine, Alexa. She's so sweet. Mm. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. It's easy. Form a habit. It's a good thing. And we'll go from there. Nice. Right. I like it. Well, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, says salt has been extremely detrimental. S-A-L-T. Uh, we'll uh, talk about that. But first, uh, let's talk about the House of Representatives approving this major bipartisan deal. Temporarily expand the child tax credit and revive a number of business tax breaks. Okay? Cutting taxes, giving businesses a tax break. Sounds pretty good. The $78 billion tax passed 357 to 70. 188 Dems, 169 Republicans Hmm. voting for it. So that really is bipartisan. And Speaker of the House Mike Johnson gave the bill his blessing hours before the final vote and said the tax relief of American Families and Workers Act is important 
bipartisan legislation to revive conservative pro-growth tax reform. Crucially, the bill also ends wasteful COVID-era programs, saving taxpayers tens of billions of dollars. But I want to know... Where what? Where's the little hidden things that they always slip there, in there? There's always stuff in there. Yeah, there, this is never simple. And maybe you know, not everybody's had a chance to thoroughly read it and to show mm-hmm. some of this. But apparently, uh, the legislation includes provisions to build affordable homes in rural communities and uh, supplement the costs of raising a family. I guess through the child credit tax, lower taxes for hardworking. Um, folks, and this is somebody from uh, Iowa. It all sounds good. Was talking about right. it, Randy uh, Feenstra, a uh, congressman out of hmm. out of uh, Iowa, who's a member of the House Ways and Means Committee. Uh, and uh, anyway, he, yeah, he's a Republican. He says it also helps our farms, businesses, and manufacturers compete with China by allowing them to purchase needed equipment, invest in cutting edge research and development, hire new employees, keep their operations profitable. So everything we're getting, at least for now, right, seems to be hmm. pretty positive. Isn't it sad though that we always have to be suspect? You know, you yes. just, all, all everything you just read was nice and positive and pretty and flowery, and I'm going, yeah, but where's the catch? Yeah, it, yeah. In other words, we where's can't just relax and rest no. and go. Well, finally, yeah, that yeah. looks like they did something that. Seems to be positive and beneficial and mm-hmm. and bipartisan, but then you go, it's it's too good to be true. It's frankly, like, what else are we paying for? <laughs> What's it going to cost? There's got to be something is, in there because there always is. And uh, I mentioned this earlier. Zuckerberg uh, was on the hot seat facing uh, off a, a Senate committee this time, and what they were talking about was um, children being uh, bullied, kind of thing, and right. some of them, you know pushed actually to suicide, sextortion type things, child predators and all that. Uh, Senator Josh Hawley said, your product is killing people. And uh, he argued that Congress should move quickly to revoke Section 230 that protects social media platforms from liability for content, content posted by their users. And the senator also pushed Zuckerberg on whether Meta had plans to compensate or already compensated the families of victims who suffered from online exploitation, either financially or through support researches uh, such as counseling. Um, hmm. it, I say tread carefully, and here's yes. why. Yes. This social media thing um, can be a good thing. Obviously, we're talking about some of the most severe negative consequences. It, it can be used for bullying, sextortion, um, luring uh, children into being, you know, molested, attacked, whatever. Obviously, those are the negatives. But similar to, say, guns, it, it, you know, misused or abused, right. what, what product um, can you make completely safe? Certainly, Certainly not cars. People die all the time. And then people can use cars as weapons. Pharmaceuticals. Hello. Baseball bats. Baseball bats. Oh, we're going to sue the baseball bat company. Yeah. Somebody beat my whatever brother in the head with one and killed him. I mean, okay. I, I had an, I've used this analogy before. It's been a long time. I've got an uncle that on my father's side that was brutally murdered. They, uh, they cut his throat. They thought he had money. He lived in a little shack out in the country, literally. Uh, cut his throat with his knife. And burn the house down. Now, 
I don't hold, you know, the the knife or the lighter responsible or the people that made them. I hold the people responsible, and they're the ones I would go on a regular basis to try to keep in prison. You can't always sue the product. It's the person. There you go. And um, as parents, if you think a product is bad, yeah. keep your kids from using it. What? Parental responsibility, Bob? Uh-oh. Is that, is that completely outdated? Crazy talk. I, oh, I got to hold somebody else responsible all the time. Just saying. Yeah, crazy talk. It is 628. You are tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. George Soros funded group tries to uh, turn Texas blue. Mm. That's coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Happy Thursday. Trump. I'm going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coordinated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There's legal immigration, and then there's illegal immigration. 637 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Have a happy Friday Eve, otherwise known as Thursday. One of your top stories, actually bipartisan agreement. Republicans and Democrats getting together in the House and pushing forward a $79 billion tax cut bill. Supposed to give some uh, child credits and, and help with some tax relief. For some businesses, I'm looking for the the devil mm-hmm. that hides in the details, um, and yeah. we'll continue to kind of look for that. Haven't haven't seen anything so far. Haven't gotten the whole, you know, the the verbiage of all the bill. Right. But uh, you know, seems like too good to be true. What do you mean? You both sides agree on something? Mm-hmm. There's something. Yeah. <laughs> there's something wrong. If the Zebs went for it, then that concerns me a little bit. So, uh, interesting piece in the Washington Examiner talks about immigration. And in the past, they note, and this is not going to be news for most of us, but um, immigrants would largely hide from authorities when they crossed the border. They knew what they were doing was wrong, and they ran away. Well, now they seek out Border Patrol and law enforcement because, actually, that would give them a better chance of staying in the country. So, yeah, things have changed as soon as... Uh, Joe Biden got into office, basically, with a surge of millions of immigrants crossing the border. Law enforcement officials say they've been too overwhelmed to arrest immigrants who are just looking for work, seeking to do it legally and want to avoid violence in their home country. Instead, their resources go to those who commit violent crimes. The current immigration system also offers the newcomers a safety net from the country and the lives of 
they left behind. In many cases, it can take years for an asylum claim to be processed and heard by a judge, and immigrants are safe from deportation while waiting for a court date. Now, uh, see, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Members in, members in Congress of both Republicans and Democrats claim mm-hmm. they are attempting to fix the border crisis, which I'm not even going to you know, tell the numbers anymore. It's ridiculous. We're not yeah. even... Why? why what, what do those numbers mean anymore? 371,000 non-U.S. citizens trying to uh, cross the border into the U.S. <sighs> last yeah. month. Oh. Last month. Month. So at some point, legal or not, you just can't have these kinds of numbers crossing a border point and and dealing with it. You just can't. Four football stadiums full of people every month streaming into the U.S. And disappearing, most, you know, overall. Uh, well, look, they might resurface in their court dates. Who knows? Some of them are set three, five. Oh, some of them are uh, getting, eight years. Up, yeah, some are getting court dates all right after they kill somebody or well, rape somebody or steal a car. Well, there's that. Okay. A lot. So, so the yeah. issue, when they talk about reform, this is why I'm against passing any kind of bill. We, we need immigration reform. Sure we do. We do. Yep. However, first, we need to fix the border itself. Yes. That's the thing. Border security has to come first. And separate, separate, stand-alone bill. But I hearken back to what I've said for so long. As long as Joe Biden or a Democrat Mm -hmm. is president, they will not effectively secure the border. It will not be done. There are some things I think I know. And there are some things I would put my paycheck on, uh-huh. and I don't have extra paychecks. Uh-huh. So it will not be done. Mayorkas, they may or may not throw him out. He may or may not quit. But it doesn't matter. No. Whoever they replace him with will do the same things. Might be able to talk a better game for a little while. Right. Who knows? Maybe Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris will, the VP will come back in and assume her role as Borders are. Um, not today. <laughs> okay, well, maybe tomorrow or next week. I mean, I don't know. We're not, well, any day is fine. Just do it. So while we're concerned about the border and there is a crisis and Republicans and Democrats attempt, I guess, to work on something, yeah. that's not what's needed. What's needed is Biden using his executive power to secure the border just in a matter of national security alone would be an easy slam dunk. Nobody would question that. Right. Nobody that employs logic, um, especially when we are under siege by the Chinese. Just the, I think it was yesterday, the day before, uh, Mark Ray, the uh, uh, FBI director, Ray, he, he got up in front of Congress and he was saying, that there's no way we can keep up with the Chinese hackers. They, they outnumber us. He said, if I used all, all of my resources just to try to, you know, protect us from the Chinese hackers, mm-hmm. he said they outnumber us 50 to 1. Oh, my goodness. 50 to 1. Wow. So, does anybody doubt? And he said, this is our 
biggest crisis facing us because they're hacking into things like, you know, water treatment plants, which doesn't sound like the biggest deal. Well, if water makes a bunch of people sick, it can become a problem. Uh, What about if they tap into computers that have to do with anything to do with flights, airlines, the Mm -hmm. FAA? That could not only be catastrophic in terms of, you know, an accident or something, but catastrophic when it comes to canceled flights. Well, even just back it off a little bit. How about power grids and internet? That's in there, too. Think about what you can't do if you have no internet. So just under, you know, the realm of national security, there'd be every reason to believe that a secure border would make sense. Mm-hmm. Because we know we've had thousands of Chinese nationals cross the border. Right. You know, and nobody sees that as anything, nothing risky about that. We get stuck on this migrant worker family trying to come across. It's the other hundred countries plus that we have to be concerned about. Absolutely. And while we're concerned about all those issues and dealing with that, you've got George Soros funding groups... Uh, you know, super PACs yeah. that are trying to turn Texas blue oh, using man. legal immigrants spending millions of dollars to push hard and help people that have come here legally to work to become naturalized citizens. Wow. And I guess they vote somewhere close to the 90 percentile in this particular study for Democrats. Really? Yeah. I thought that tide was turning a little bit and changing, Mm -hmm. but apparently not, at least not in some of these areas of Texas that we're referring to. Uh, More on that coming up. And, well, just a lot of stories in general. Disney gets a suit dismissed against the governor. That and more on the way. 645, you're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy on 97.3 The Sky. p.m. Nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. On 97.3, the sky. Friday's almost here. Welcome, my friends. It is Thursday, and you are tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is 6.50. 10 minutes till 7 o'clock, and one of your top stories, a tax cut bill moved easily through the House in bipartisan fashion. Now it will go to the Senate. And there's many other issues going on. A lot of them relate to the border. Yeah. Interesting thing the boss man just sent us that involves Republican Representative Ryan Chamberlain, who has been on uh, this show a couple of times at will least be in the future and he is pushing for i guess what would be kind of a florida version of the fair tax if you're familiar with that mm-hmm. it's something that you know uh, neil bortz before he retired promoted heavily with his show uh he wrote a book or two um with the help of some lawmakers and it has been studied now this What I'm referring to, the fair tax, would be on a national level, but what Ryan Chamberlain is referring to would be in Florida. And the idea is eliminate property taxes and replace it with a consumption tax. So you can call it what you want, but it 
it's an additional sales tax. Okay. This is not a new idea. In fact, when Marco Rubio was like in the, the Florida House or Senate, right. he he's the first one I remember bringing that up. And I believe it was, they did the math and they could do a two penny additional sales tax mm-hmm. and cover wow. you know, your one you know, your one home, um, not rental property, not commercial property, but right. for residential hmm. and they could have eliminate it then. I don't know uh, how the math works out now, but I can tell you, we, those of us who uh, you know own homes, we know. Oh my goodness! Yeah. That that is a huge expense. If you replace it with a consumption tax, that spreads that taxation out to everyone in the community, mm-hmm. everyone who you know buys stuff, right. including tourists that come. Sure, right. So everybody shares in that. In other words, you know why. Why should somebody, because, you know, they have, let's say, a nice big house in a a neighborhood. Right. Why would they pay more property taxes than someone else? Well, you say, well, it's based on the value. But but why are you punishing them if, you know, let's just say they don't even have any kids. Are you using that money to pay for the school systems? Well, they don't have kids. Or they don't have any more kids than the guy living in the trailer down Right down the street, that's you know worth ten percent of this guy's mm-hmm. mega mansion. So this spreads it out because the goods and services needed are for everyone. Right, and in fact, people lower on the socioeconomic scale usually demand more services. In other words, law enforcement's going to be called to poorer neighborhoods more often than wealthier mm-hmm. in neighborhoods. General, sure. that, yeah, in yeah. general, this yeah. is all in it's general. True. Yeah. Agreed. So there could huh. be something to it, and I know Greg's probably already put the call out to uh, try to get Ryan Chamberlain, right? Yeah, Republican Representative Ryan yep. Chamberlain, on uh, to talk about it. Because yeah, I think it's uh, an important and a big issue here in the Sunshine State. Uh, they give us little breaks here and there. Um, you know, if uh, if you're of a certain age, I think you get a break. They've got some people in certain areas where. If you go into like law enforcement or first responders, uh, there might be some breaks for you, et cetera. But this would really benefit all Florida residents, in my opinion. And I'd have to look at it further. That's why we want to talk to him and ask him some questions about it. Uh, all right. I don't know about you, but talking about the border and Biden and all that, I, I, you need to do it. These are important issues. But. It was a little boring. I'd rather talk about naked people. Excuse me? Naked people. The Bath Time Bandit. Bath Time Bandit? Yeah. Okay. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. Too bad it was someone else's tub. (laughs) Oh, no. Really? A Tennessee couple said they caught a home invader using their shower. Okay. After the squeaky clean man kicked in the door. To Whoa. their home while they were out to dinner. How rude. Look, I understand. You kick someone's door down because you got to go to the bathroom really bad. I've actually... <clears throat> I know I have a friend who actually did that once. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't recommend that. No. But this no. guy really, really, I guess, wanted to take a shower. Okay. So uh, the Nardi's family, they were out enjoying a date night. 
When they got an alert, there was movement in their house. Yeah, they had some security. First, they assumed, "Ah, it's probably one of their dogs that set off the sensor and thought nothing of it. But then they took a look at the cameras, and what they saw next kind of freaked them out a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah, they watched as a man kicked in their front door, started to rummage through their house, making himself right at home. Hmm. Yeah, uh, he hopped in their shower to bathe. (laughs) And they said, our fur babies are there. There's a man in our house that we don't know. This was a conversation they were having when they called 911. We just need to get home. Hmm. Nashville couple immediately called police. Police arrived moments later, found the man hanging out in the couple's living room, donning only a towel. Basically, he was sitting on their couch naked. So he didn't make a clean getaway. No. Okay, he tried. He made, he should have although tried. he made a nice, clean ride uh, to the local jail. Well, that was nice. I'm sure the policeman appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, ew, now you really got to scrub that couch. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there. Happy Thursday. Here's what's trending on the sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. They open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. In any election year, we're all suffering a lot of political fatigue. Your voice matters. In my opinion, the political tribalism that's around today, that's broken up so many families, you know, and it's a shame. It really is. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Hour number two begins. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It is 7.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is is always yes top stories strikes on some houthi drones had been going on recently is this the answer back uh, allegedly there'll be more based on three u.s soldiers being killed and a lot of people and don't let's not you know gloss over the fact that like 40 were severely injured right. by that earlier attack and some severely you know, severe brain injury. Some of these mm-hmm. people, you know, will never be the same again as well. And don't forget, this is like the 150th or 60th attack. Yeah. We just haven't had people killed. So this is nothing new. But we've had other people severely injured. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, $79 billion tax cut bill, uh, bipartisan support in the House, now moves to the Senate. Hmm. Law and order. New York City. Uh Uh-oh. A mob of migrants in the sanctuary city of New York uh, attacked NYPD officers on Tuesday. Brother. After the migrants were arrested, they were released from jail without having to pay a dime in bail. Well, they're used to being released into our country, into the city, doesn't matter what you do. Nothing sends wow. a strong message and improves the morale of law enforcement and it makes them feel like a good pat on the back for a job well done 
when you released the scumbags that were trying to beat the heck out of them. Come on. What's wrong with that picture? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The locals will still keep voting for the Democrats. And then they'll scratch their heads going, oh, what's got, how come our crime is so high? Well. Dummies, you get what you deserve. Yeah. According to the New York Daily News, the migrants were approached by three NYPD officers, Midtown Manhattan, outside of a taxpayer-funded migrant shelter. (laughs) Of course. You're welcome for the shelter, the food, Mm -hmm. the clothing. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, we want to say thanks in a special way, so we're going to beat up the cops. Right. All of the migrants, according to reports, are living in this taxpayer-funded shelters that was set up by Mayor Eric Adams. Oh, former well, police officer, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he mm-hmm. kind of has to do that. I mean, when they declared themselves sanctuary city, they actually yeah. put it in writing that they would provide yep. uh, shelter and beds for illegals. Footage of the attack shows the mob ruthlessly beating the officers, including Ugh. kicking them in the head and back, because officers attempted to put one of the migrants under arrest. Wow. So they're trying to make a legitimate arrest. It's in front of a migrant shelter, and all the migrants come out and beat the heck out of the cops. Nice. The officers were treated at the scene of the attack. While following a manhunt throughout the area, two 19-year-old migrants, 21-year-old migrant, and a 24-year-old migrant were arrested and charged with assaulting police. So... They assaulted police, mm-hmm. and then they ran. They finally caught him, and the four migrants were all released from jail without bail thanks to wow. a New York state law that ensures the suspects charged with crimes deemed nonviolent, and even many violent crimes, are not eligible to pay uh, bail. Unreal. I Look, if it, oh, you owe jaywalking tickets. We're going to throw you in jail. And you get out without bail? I don't have a problem with that. Uh, beat up a cop? You beat up cops, and they uh, let you walk? That's I, messed up. How could Eric Adams or anybody else in any position of power in that city defend it? They can't. They can't defend it. And as this message spreads, I mean, every other migrant in that shelter will see these yeah. these punks uh, back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're back in the shelter. Laughing. Oh, yeah. And they go, wow, what 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 else can we get away with? Uh-huh. Hey, let's do some shoplifting. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, let's steal some purses. If you beat up a cop, what's something less than that? Maybe a rape or two. Who knows? Sure. It is ridiculous. Man. Illegals can walk across the border, beat up cops in New York City, and be released without bail. Who said that? Our own governor. Oh. Governor Ron. He said, this is a national embarrassment. Deport the illegals and close the border. Yes, ditto, 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 but it will never happen. The border will not be secure as long as Biden or Democrat is in the White House. And folks, we are being overrun. We're being overrun. Just the mere volume is going to present so many problems now and even bigger problems exponentially down the road. And that's if they only are averagely 
criminal inactivity. In other words, if they're just like a slice of the regular American population, that's going to be awful. But if they're a little bit worse or a little bit more dangerous or, God forbid, some of them engage in terrorist activities and gang activities, it's, I cannot believe, I cannot believe that anybody that knows what's going on could possibly vote for Joe Biden. I don't care how much you hate Donald Trump. Republican Allison Esposito, running for Congress in New York's 18th Congressional District, said New Yorkers are living in an upside-down world thanks to waves of illegal immigration coupled with bail reform. But the people in New York elected these bozos that put put it into law and statute that they have to take care of illegals. Democrats did that. But you keep voting for them. Yeah. Wow. Geniuses. I'm in no hurry to visit that city, and yeah. I have visited yeah. it a couple times, and I had uh, wonderful, two wonderful experiences mm-hmm. there. Um, but that was a while ago. Yep. I have absolutely zero desire to go anywhere near that area, and I know I'm not alone in those sentiments. Mm-hmm. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Tom, you're on the air. Uh, this is a true story. This isn't, uh, you know, hearsay. Uh, my brother was a, a you know, stockbroker on Wall Street and was making big money, got a divorce, and he had $11,000 a month child custody, or not child custody, a settlement for the divorce lawyers. Mm-hmm. So he was fired from his job and couldn't make those payments for a couple of months, and they went to his house and arrested him and threw him in jail while he'd been looking for another job. And he was in jail for two weeks before he came out, continue to look for a job so he could pay these this divorce settlement. So they're, they're, they're not, there's not a problem with throwing people in jail and keeping them there. It's just who they want to throw in. And uh, it, was, it was unbelievable that that happened. Anyway. Uh, no, no, that... There it is. Uh, so they can keep you in jail if they choose to. And, yeah, that's nonviolent. Mm-hmm. Donnie, you're on the air. Morning, Bob. You know, Republican lawmakers have been asleep at the switch about this border thing. Um, not to discount fentanyl and human trafficking at the border. The bottom line, that's minuscule compared to 8 million people who have come in here, another 2 million got away. The 8 million are now here legally. Not many people realize it. They are here legally awaiting asylum. It's a sleight of hand. The Democrats got them in here. They're not going anywhere. And all we want to talk about is fentanyl and grand things. Yeah. 716 on the Bob Rose Show. Is there anything else? That could be irritating you? What's bugging you? Hey, there's a novel idea. What's bugging you? Yeah. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. So call in, air it out, get it off your chest. What's bugging you is next. 877-975-9825. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. I'm not happy. I'm very sad. I'm a little confused. Maybe you can help me out here. What do you think? They're all a joke. Time to air it out. What's bugging you? For Florida Pest Control. 
Otherwise known as Thursday. Yeah, we'll get through it. It is 721. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's time now for What's Bugging You? A chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control, 877-975-9825. Good morning, Phil. What's bugging you? What's bugging me is why we are calling these people who are crossing our border illegally migrants. They are invaders. As the gentleman who called up earlier, we said he had 8 million, that's the equivalent of 800 infantry divisions that have entered our country. Now, if these people were wearing uniforms and carrying weapons, do you think we'd still let them in? That's what's bugging me. Yeah. No, we wouldn't. What if they come inside of a giant wooden horse? Huh. I wonder if anybody's ever thought of that. Or if anybody learns from history. I think it's happened before, and we don't learn from history. Huh. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, next thing you know, the whole story becomes something about condoms. Hmm. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Justin, what's bugging you? Good morning, fellas. What's bugging me really the most is, you know, right now this entire country is being dismantled, and... The people that we're relying on to handle this are talking about changing border policies when nothing needs to be changed. Obama and all of them need to be corralled up and just taken care of so things can go back to normal. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay, corralled up. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Let's go to uh, Cheryl. Good morning. What's bugging you? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, What's bugging me is my husband's worked... 35 years, 12 hours, uh, 12 hours a day um, for 35 years at Georgia Pacific. And the only thing they gave them was a little catalog to look at a, for prices. And that's how they thanked my husband for 35 years of faithful service. But was he involved in any sort of investment, a 401k? Did they have a pension program or anything? He, he is uh, paying in on the 401k, and uh, but what's really upsetting is that he never, he only took maybe one day or two days off a year because you're not allowed to take more than seven days a year. He took two days, and they usually were emergencies. And, um, and he was always at work, 12-hour days, and 35 years mean nothing to the Koch brothers. Wow. Yeah, no, look, um, whatever you sign on to, you know, the deal is the deal. It's sad, but that's, yeah, many companies go, hey, uh, yeah, good luck to you. Pete, what's bugging you? Well, it's hard to follow such a depressing story. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Sorry for that family. Um, There's a lot of talk about monitoring the Internet right now, including in our own state legislature. And what they're trying to do is uh, people have to prove they're not 16 or under or 17 or under or whatever. They, they don't want kids to have uh, accounts on Facebook that age. So that means if Joe Scavoli wants to sign up for Facebook and he's, whatever, 35 years old, he's going to have to prove that he's not a kid, which means providing all kinds of information, mm. which goes into the database 
And uh, that's just one step closer to losing the last shreds of anonymous activity we have on the Internet. Thank you, Bob. I've never really heard the downside of that thing put that way. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So we'll have to jump through hoops to prove that we're of legal age. And in doing so, we're, yeah, taking all anonymity away. And that's one thing that people are kind of being critical of Nikki Haley about. Exactly. Is because of that, she's like, you know, that's one of her big deals. So people are being critical of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Mark. What's bugging you? Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, you covering that story about the illegals beating up the police officer. That's just a small microcosm of what we're going to be seeing more frequently. But what's especially bugging me, and this was covered a couple of days ago on the Glenn Beck show, there's a community called La Jolla, California, north mm-hmm. of San Diego. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, a motorized boat pulls up really fast to the shore with like 15 people dressed head to toe in black covering their identities entirely pulls up to the shore they get out of the boat and they just wander into the town and uh th- that bugs me greatly because i mean if they can get a boat to shore it's kind of like pete just said you know or it could be armed people one day yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. let's go to mike what's bugging you hey good morning guys um think about this for a minute flashy uh jacket not matching tie um, someone that will tell you anything to make the deal. It's a used car salesman. <clears throat> What's bugging me mostly is we got the son of a used car salesman running the damn country. God bless America, the United States of America. Have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. We found uh, there are some Americans that are far worse than those characterizations, right? Nostradamus, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me, you're talking about those uh, illegals beating those cops up there in New York. The only reason that even made the news is because they were cops. There would have been bullets flying if that would have been down here. Those guys were just letting them beat on them, and they were trying to arrest one guy. But you aren't even hearing about all the crime that goes on up there. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, That if you don't feel like... What, management, or in this case, you know, politicians are going to have your back as law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're hamstrung, and you get put in a terrible position because you know they're not going to back you up if you act in an effective manner. Wow, good point. Seven twenty eight on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Coming up, profits collapse for a Chinese company because the EV sales have plummeted, and Tom Brady's balls. Bring big bucks. Details on the way. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. New on the Sky. Glenn Beck. Right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. On News Talk 97.3 The Sky. It's just beyond the horizon, but it's coming. I'm looking. It's almost here. What is that? It's Friday. Oh. It's not here yet, though. Uh. We got to stay in our time zone <laughs> and on planet Earth. <laughs> Good morning and welcome, my friends, and happy, happy Thursday, otherwise known as Friday Eve. Uh, your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Some of your top stories, $79 billion tax cut bill passed through the House in 
very much bipartisan hmm. fashion. Now it goes on to the Senate, it's supposed to give some folks some help with uh, child tax credits and also some businesses with some tax breaks there. Yeah, but we're suspect. Yeah, and also uh, apparently we made some strikes on uh, some Houthi drones. You know, you're supposed to be this ragtag uh, uh, group, and you know, but you have access to expensive drones. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, huh? right. Yeah. So there's that. But but don't worry, the commander in chief. We're we're good. Okay. Anyway, let's move along, please. China. Let's talk about China. Okay. So, as talked about many times on this show, China has been allowed to, guided, even had help from Americans and some businesses and some politicians help in cornering the EV market. And what we mean is specifically the battery market, and part of that is production, and part of it is the rare earth minerals that are needed in the production of EV batteries. We allowed China to capture uh, a huge percentage of that market. Well, the EV thing just doesn't seem to be catching on, even when you try to force feed it down the throats of, of citizens around the world. Thanks, Brandon. Chinese lithium giants Gang Feng and Tianqi warned investors on Tuesday that their profits are plunging, plunging by up to 80% Ooh. as the demand for electric wow. vehicle batteries weakened. That's huge. Producing a glut of lithium. And that's driving the prices for lithium way down. Nice. Geng Feng posted a note to the Hong Kong stock market that said net profits declined by up to 80% in 2023 because of the cyclical nature of the lithium industry. Uh-huh. Is that what they call it? Well, but yeah. then they admitted, and a growth rate of demand slowing down. There you go. Caused a significant decrease in the price of lithium salt products. So, yeah, their shares went down as a result of that. And estimates that EV sales are still growing in China, but the pace is down considerably from 30% in 2023 to 20% in 2024. So, yeah, their rate of growth has decreased. China currently produces about 58% of the world's battery-powered vehicles. And these two companies that I mentioned, they are two of the world's largest suppliers of lithium products. Analysts say global demand for lithium is still growing, but not as fast as the supply, uh, resulting in downward pressure. You know, the old supply and demand. But it's EV. It's battery-operated cars. Who doesn't want one? If you don't want one, you're a planet killer. Right? Unbelievable. EV sales have slowed down around the world in 2023. A trend slowed only by dramatic uh, price cuts that we've seen from expensive market-leading brands like Tesla. And a push to adopt Tesla's charging port design as the industry standard. A move that would theoretically reduce consumer anxiety about being able to find compatible charging ports on long drives. Okay, have they done that yet? Are they still working on it? What would it take to get that done? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't that make sense? 
if it fit. You know, a universal type scenario for charging stations. Um, and I don't know that Tesla would be all that excited about that because they've already gone to the trouble of creating at least somewhat of an infrastructure mm-hmm. for power charging stations. Now, if everybody with an EV would have access to those same stations with that so-called like universal plug-in, right? Um, then all of a sudden, Tesla owners who bought in because of the, um, you know, because of having access to that, mm-hmm. now they're waiting in line. They might not be that happy. I thought that one of the plans uh, from the government perspective or somebody else that was doing that were using the Tesla-type plugs. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I'll look, we'll look into that. Yeah. In the meantime, forget lithium. You ain't going to make no money on that. Uh, there goes that investment. Put your money into balls. Excuse me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The big money is in balls. All right. Well, it, if they're Tom Brady's balls. Yeah. Okay. No. Giselle did not get to keep them in the divorce <laughs> decree. She did not get to keep Tom's balls. Okay. She may have held them captive for a period of time during the yes. relationship. But didn't but keep them. Didn't keep them. Okay. Where are they now? Well, if you wanted a piece of Super Bowl memorabilia, uh, two to be exact, yeah. from Tom Brady's historic run of championship dominance... You could have them, but they'll likely cost you a million dollars each. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot to put in your man cave. Two footballs from the Patriots' victory over the Seahawks are about to hit the auction block at the Gotta Have Rock and Roll Auction House. Wow. TMZ is reporting this. Uh, Brady threw both balls. One of the two pigskins was caught by then-Patriots tight end the Gronk, Rob Gronkowski. Hmm. Uh, ex-Patriot wide receiver Danny Amendola caught the other. Patriots won that game 28-24. And uh, so, obviously, there's value to owning those. There's a sure. cachet. So uh, they expect each ball to fetch about a million. Wow. Bidding closes February 23rd. So... If you got the big bucks and you want Brady's balls, you now have that opportunity. So ladies, wanting to buy your husband something really cool for Christmas this uh Especially this since they probably don't already have them. Wait, yeah. Start saving up now. <laughs> All right. That's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we know people that can do it. Well, I mean... This is uh, yeah. This is a rare. These are it's a sure. rare type thing. Yeah, and as uh, anything that is rare, sports memorabilia, rock oh, and roll memorabilia, absolutely. Yeah, yep. I'm sure some Elvis stuff. Oh uh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, well, Tom Brady's the Elvis of football. Good way to put it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Chicago. Mm. What a city, huh? What a mess. What would it take to get you to move to Chicago? What would it take you, Greg? Because, mm, look, you've no. lived in the big city, St. Yep. Louis, not yep. too far from Chicago. Right. I mean, you could adapt to the weather. Don't want to, though. Wouldn't would, want to. Would not move. When I was deciding to move from St. Louis, I determined I am not moving farther north. Five-year deal, 200 k a year. Well, all right. I'll, I'll put up with a little ah! <laughs> Every man has his price. I'll, we'll I'll put break it this you way. down. I was... Okay, where was he at? Was it New York or Chicago? One of the guys that used to be uh, in tight with Obama, then was mayor of 
Oh, I've, been in, I've been in New York and Chicago. So the guy who was the chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I remember getting in a cab, and there was this whole little sign in front of the, the on the back of the front seat. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Chicago. Blah, 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 blah. Rahm Emanuel. I'm like, just let me out now and get me back to the airport. It's just like, it was disgusting just to even see his name. But his name is attached to something that could be deemed historically... Um, important. Yeah. It, because, and I don't know if he should get credit for it, but I give him credit. And it was Chicago. He coined, he coined the phrase while he was chief of staff for Obama, we can never let a good crisis go to waste. Exactly. That was Rahm Emanuel. That was him. Yep. Yep. So, Dateline, Chicago, a report finds that some 2,500 migrants are living in squalid conditions in Chicago in a city-sponsored facility that was converted from a warehouse to a migrant shelter. They say it's infested with rats and cockroaches, covered in rotting food and garbage. Yeah, has water quality issues, has open sewage problems. These people could get very, very sick. Mm. The complaints about the conditions uh, were revealed in emails sent to Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. In October, hmm. ahead of the incident in December when a migrant child died oh my at the hospital after uh, he took ill in the shelter. Yeah, it's amazing that more people haven't wow. gotten violently ill. Or what have we not even heard about? Now, yeah. how can they allow people to live in these deplorable conditions? Or, yeah. or is this a great strategy? Don't come here. We'll stick you with the rats and the sewage. Why don't you go to New York, where they'll shelter you, feed you, and you can beat up a cop a day and just get right out of jail without posting bail. It's the city. What could be better? City that never sleeps. Yeah, they stay up and do that stuff all night. (laughs) Oh, my gosh! I know. Isn't that crazy? It's a mess. Wow. The bears. Sorry. Yeah. You have to throw that in there when you mention. Yeah, I know. It's like. it's a thing. It is. 7.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. The weekend almost. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity. Everybody on Fake News CNN hates Trump. Three weekdays. But yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish, separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3 The Sky. another day in paradise isn't it oh yeah i mean it's a little chilly i'll yeah. give you that now but it'll get better shaping up to be a beautiful day i think it's gonna be uh mostly clear sunny mm-hmm. a little breezy but nothing uh extraordinary nah, not bad. so yeah enjoy enjoy this is why we live here folks yes well last night jen and i we were, we were walking and it's a, it's a little breezy but the sun is still out it's like you know you throw a jacket on and we're like we're walking right here it is you know it was january 31st there's still flowers blooming Trees are there's still green trees. It's like, really, who wouldn't want to live here? We never did get any sort of real hard freeze this year, did we? Not no. really so far, at least not in that I have seen. Yeah, we, maybe not, in some of the outlying areas yeah, they might have, but city wise, in the cities, towns per se, it has not gotten below 32. We've not seen a lot of frost, uh, which is what you get that you know will knock out some of the plants. We've yeah. not seen that, no. Yeah, I've not right. scraped windows at all yet this year. Well, thank you, uh, you know, those of us who have uh, 
helped with the whole uh, you know climate thing. Yeah. Yeah, we we yeah. keep it we we help to keep it warm. Try to keep it warm. <laughs> you know the fact of the matter is uh, many more human beings die because of cold than because of heat. Just so uh, you know, just yeah. another little mm-hmm. arrow in your quiver. Yeah. If you get into uh, a little bit of a debate, mm-hmm. well, although I don't know what's to debate because Obama <laughs> told me the science is settled. Yeah, he wouldn't lie to you. So much controversy, controversy in Florida. You know, who should have a cell phone, how old, uh, signing up uh, for social media now. There might be Mm -hmm. age restrictions. Uh, Are these good things? What about parental control? Let the parents be parents if they decide if their kid can handle the responsibility, whatever. Uh, But how many times have some of these social media giants like Mark Zuckerberg, who appeared recently in front of a Senate hearing, how many times have they um, come before lawmakers because of issues and problems mm-hmm. another one that was also part of this thing zuckerberg is getting the attention because he was put under a lot of pressure by senator josh howley who i'm a fan of oh yeah but he you know he, he told zuckerberg hey you want to uh, you want to talk to these people uh you know who lost their children because of uh you know your social media stuff that was awkward it, it, was, it was awkward, awkward. yeah and he appeared, as far as I could see, he seemed genuine. He said, I'm sorry for everything you have all been through, Zuckerberg said. Uh, but he'd, he'd been on the grill for hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess my question is, I mean, at the end of the day, what are reasonable expectations mm-hmm. that that we should place on these social media companies? Now, the TikTok thing is a whole nother animal. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's... And it was Senator Tom Cotton who was questioning. Uh, I, I th- he's one of the CEOs or higher ups of the whole TikTok thing and yeah. and asking him questions about the CCP. Mm-hmm. Why, why did he keep asking him questions? Because ultimately, the CCP does have their hands, fingers, toes, and a whole lot more uh, involved. In TikTok. And he was trying to ascertain whether or not this particular person had any ties to CCP. Um, And he also mentioned, as part of an interview with Fox News, that um, Singapore, outside of China, is one of the countries where you have the greatest uh, density of population that is connected to the Chinese Communist Party. So this TikTok... uh, you know, has been collecting data. And exactly what data and how it's being used? Well, we don't really know. But if the CCP is behind it, Mm -hmm. you can guarantee, oh, it's not for the good of America, right? Not a bit. So getting back to the original thing is, what are reasonable expectations? Are you really going to blame a social media thing like Facebook uh, for somebody getting on Facebook, bullying somebody, or the sextortion that takes place. I mean, I, I'm not saying these aren't heinous things that, that are occurring and could lead to uh, suicide. That's awful. But, you know, what if somebody called you on the phone back in the day, right? And they start harassing you or whatever, mm-hmm. or calling you names or whatever, uh, 
you'd hang up, I would think, fairly quickly. Right. But if they did get under your skin and you did, you know, commit suicide or whatever, would your family then be entitled to sue AT&T because that was the mechanism in which the bully engaged? I just think this is a road we don't want to start going down in this country at all. Well, we're already there. I mean, they're trying to sue ammo companies and manufacturers of firearms because somebody used it wrong. Exactly. So the misuse or abuse no. of a product uh, should then it be under you know heavy duty scrutiny and further laws and things like that. I mean, yeah. on one hand, should they be at least somewhat accountable for material? That's on their Facebook pages, and I guess here's the big question. I don't know if anybody asked it, but it seems like you're pretty quick to pull out any kind of positive conservative messages. Oh, shut that yeah. down. Immediately. So why is yeah. all this extortion or child uh, uh, type pornography type stuff? Why does it take you much longer to deal with those issues? We'll talk about that and more coming up. Ninety-seven point three, the sky. Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media. Or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. Day one, I will terminate every single open border policy. Every candidate. They wanted a new generational leader. We have to pass universal background checks. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. And you need to know the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. Calling for the genocide of Jews. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. You need the sky. Download the Odyssey app everywhere. I can get all my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Good morning and welcome. Hour number three begins. It's 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy and your time check. That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Uh-oh. Oh, this just in. Oh, no. How many polls have we seen? All kinds of polls. When it comes to Biden and Trump. Trump and Biden. Yeah. Trump is doing very, very well. In fact... A recent poll showed in uh, seven states, what they call battleground states, mm-hmm. that Trump had anywhere from a two to like a ten-point lead. Okay. Again, a poll is just a poll, but the trends look good for Trump. Trending hmm. upward, Biden's suffering, but what? wait. Yeah? What you got? This poll is not agreeing. According to this one, Biden has a significant lead over Trump in the popular vote of a hypothetical 24 matchup. This is a Quinnipiac University survey. shows Biden leading Trump 50% to 44%. After the same poll had the incumbent edging out his rival 47 to 46 in December. So this Mm. poll uh, shows, you know, not a tightening, but a widening but a widening to benefit Biden, well, him, I, him leading. And I will tell you, watching some headlines this morning before I got to work, that's the one that the networks are running with. I'm shocked. I, I knew you would be. I, I'm I, shocked. I, I was waiting for the expression on your face. When we uh, extrapolate some of the numbers and dig in demographically, yeah. if I can use that 
language. Good, yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me make it up as I go. Yeah. But uh, it's women. Blame the daggone broads. Oh, my God. It's the broads. <laughs> These daggone broads, what's wrong, wrong with them? Are they voting wrong, You know, Bob? if they're where they should be in the bedroom or in the kitchen, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> you start complaining that they got the right Ooh. to vote next. Never mind. I was thinking maybe we should include sheep, but um, psh, okay. <laughs> anyway, by the strong- your cards and letters to <laughs> Bob Rose, care of Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, look up uh, a satire yeah. uh, before you do that. Yeah, I like that. Biden's strong numbers are driven by the support of 58% of female voters. And even, uh, you know, a slight plurality, 52% of independents. And the so-called smart people, 62% of voters with college degrees. That doesn't make them smart. It means they spent what? money and went to school. What? It does not make them smart. Well, obviously, if they're voting for Joe Biden. It may make them... Educated. Yes. That's different. But also... Yeah. Indoctrinated. Oh, no doubt. That's the problem with going to school. The gender demographic tells a story to keep an eye on, according to Quinnipiac pollster uh, Tim Malloy, propelled by female voters in just the past few weeks. The head-to-head tie with Trump morphs into a modest lead for Biden. Hmm. By contrast, Trump wins male voters, and those identifying as male? No, I just do that. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Trump wins with male voters with 53% uh, support in that demographic, but only captures 40% of independents. Now, individual uh, polls and state polls have showed him doing much better with independents. But again, polls just a poll, and obviously who you talk to and how many you talk to is going to have an impact. But if you look at all of them, you know, kind of a matrix of all the the polling, it's uh, pretty darn tight right now. Hmm. In a five-person contest, Biden gets 39, Trump gets 37, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. gets 14, uh, Cornell West uh, gets three, and the Green Party candidate Jill Stein gets two. Okay. I, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I'll bet you if you poll people, yeah. they'll, 14% clearly would say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to vote for him. He's uh, he's touting some numbers these days. Yeah, but I, and I say that. Yeah, but, but when it actually comes to the day, and right. you are there <laughs> scribbling on that piece of paper or however uh-huh. it's done in your neighborhood, um, I, I I think that that number will drop, and and I think which so. is pretty common. Yeah, for for third party candidates. Now, if you know, look, if you're only polling at three percent or two percent, uh, you might actually. Those people have bothered to, you know, follow you and your candidacy. They may actually come through uh, at, at that percentage rate. But a lot of folks, once you, it's easy to say, I'm, I don't like either one of them. I'm you know, throwing my vote here. You get in there and you go, okay, I, am I really going to do it? Because am I really, is, is it really going to matter? Or am I, quote, throwing away my vote? Another trend that emerges in in this poll, and I and I think other polls will back this up, but Trump's actually leading 
Biden among Hispanic voters. 47 to 45. Now, that's tight. Yeah. But Biden still has the big advantage among black voters. Interesting. Trump gets just 16% support on that, which mm. um, has grown, I think, from the support he got initially right. and, and the support he got last time around. But still, you would think those numbers would be a little better than that. And you know what? I blame the media for a lot of that. Absolutely. If they were telling the truth and being honest brokers, mm-hmm. um, Trump would get much more credit for these opportunity zones that he pushed, uh, putting more money into historically black colleges than any other president in history. Fact. Okay. So, uh, but the media, uh, they have 90% of the media is left of center. They control yeah. the uh, the message. Now you still do have, though, you know, organization Blacks for Trump out there. Yeah. You still got uh, a lot of social media mm-hmm. YouTubers who are African American who are out there saying, "Hey, you know, the Dems have acted like they owned us long enough. We have our own opinions, we have our own thoughts, and we don't care what Joe Biden says about whether or not we're black or not based on who we vote for." Now, of course, a lot is going to be based on speculation, but I'm going to sure. speculate on this one. Okay, Hispanic voters are supporting Trump more uh, than Biden, I think, is based on two things. Economics okay, um, and logic, common sense, slash family values. A lot of good Catholic family, Hispanics. Exactly. I, I met a young man the other day. He's in town going to UF, and uh, we got... The, he, he drives a Mini, which is why we were talking. And I, I did notice he had a, an In God We Trust license plate. And Hispanic family, we just got to talking a little bit. And sure enough, it's kind of what I thought. You know, that, it's very typical, if you will, air quotes here, conservative, Catholic, Christian family. And so you you do have a lot of that out there. And the left is pushing this bizarre agenda oh, that has to do with yeah. gender and wanting to force that on kids uh, at a very young yeah. age. Um, uh, allow uh, children to have basically mutilation done to them, so like yeah. a sex change thing, while they're still minors. I mean, some of the things that they've they've gotten behind is yeah. yeah uh, so I think now. That message needs to get into, you know, the black communities. Yep. You really are you are you sure that these Democrat philosophies, as we see them today, mm. really represent you and your family and your future and your hopes and your dreams and the opportunities you'd like to see come your way? Right. Remember, this is the party that's undoing. Um, judge each other by the content of your character, not by the color of your skin. Uh, they've undid that with CRT and the other stuff. Yep. Does that best represent your where you're at? 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Much more to come. News Talk 97.3 The Scott. Mark Levin. Our border is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On 97.3 The Sky. USA, USA. Not everybody does that chant. No, they don't. It is uh, 821 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Uh, Just two lawmakers voted no 
on this bill in the House of Representatives. That's right. The bill was 422 to 2. 422 were in favor of it. If I tell you who is not in favor of it, I wonder if you could figure out maybe what the bill's about. I'll give you their names. Mm -hmm. Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush. Really? Yes, they voted no. What do you think the bill could possibly entail? Hmm. And now, remember, it overwhelmingly passed everybody else. Right. 422. Even the other squad members. Yeah. Well, that's yes. Yes. As far as I that, know. That's I interesting. If they were there. Um, it's a bill. Huh. Are you ready for this? A bill that would ban Hamas terrorists oh. that were involved in the October attack yeah. from ever entering the U.S. That seems fair. Well, I mean, really, who would put their hand up and go, eh, I mean, I, yeah, why would we keep them out? Are, you're kidding me, right? Oh, I mean, wow. I, I got I to gotta say, you've got to give wow. them points. You've got to give them points for standing up like that and telling everybody, basically, with their vote, who they are. Absolutely. I mean, this is who uh, they are. Scary. And, and this isn't the first time that they've told us who they are. No. And the thing is, they, they got elected. So there has to be a fairly large group of people who are at least fairly in tune with their thoughts and words and actions. Mm-hmm. That's a f- even more frightening thought, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't think it was a good idea. Talib who's been an outspoken critic of Israel's war against Hamas and the Biden administration's support for it, argued that the bill is redundant and will be used by Republicans to incite hate. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right after 9-11 that, you know, there was all this uh, hate and anti-Arab, anti-Muslim stuff going mm-hmm. on. Right. Which was completely exaggerated. Yep. I mean, just using logic and common sense, you'd think it actually would have been a little bit worse than what it turned out to be. Oh, but they were sure that it the backlash was just going to be unbelievable. You'd be dragging people through the streets. H.R. 6679 is unnecessary because it is redundant with already existing federal law. It's just another GOP messaging bill being used to incite anti-Arab, anti-Palestinian, and anti-Muslim hatred that makes communities like ours unsafe. It's not anti-Arab. It's not anti-Palestinian. It's not anti-Muslim. Do you know what it is? It's anti-terrorism. Yes. There's a difference. Here's here's how it works on, you know, in, and I'll explain it in a way that Tlaib and, and Corey Bush could understand. You better, you better dumb it down. Okay. Simple, simple, Bob. If you support terrorism as a mechanism for political change, you will invite an incredible expansion of terrorism. Uh, yeah. I mean... Why educate people? Why vote? Why get involved in some sort of democratic-type process, right? When you can blow some stuff up, 
kill innocent people, mm-hmm. kidnap some people, oh, yeah. and, and, and be able to have your political will done. In what planet, in what thought process could a human possibly acknowledge that more terrorism would be a good thing? Wow. In what, where, where would that actually, you know, if allowed to happen, would be a good thing? Terrorism. Terrorism as a means to make political change. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. is pretty good and, and, and made huge political and social change. He marched mm-hmm. peacefully yep. and spread a message that made sense. And he did it peacefully. What do you think, since it's February, Block History Month, that um, maybe some Democrats need reminded of uh, pretty much uh, most of the things that he said like that? Okay, well, in, in all fairness, yeah, in all fairness, again, the bill passed 422. Right. Every single Democrat, except for these two, oh, and uh, Delia Ramirez, a Democrat out of Illinois, mm-hmm. voted present. Okay. All but right. every single other member of Congress that was there, yep. every single representative, voted for it, Democrats and Republicans. But for Tlaib... And Cory Bush, mm. they don't think that keeping terrorists out of the U.S. is necessary. They call it redundant. Okay. Yeah. Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad have been uh, both designated as foreign terrorist organizations by the State Department since October of 1997. As such, their members are already barred from entering the U.S. However, H.R. 6679 expands the ban to members of the Palestine Liberation Organization. And anyone, anyone involved in the October 7th attack... uh, that is not considered a member of a terror group, but if you participated in October 7th, mm-hmm. it's imperative that Congress ensures that these bad actors will find no refuge in the United States. And uh, and that was Representative McClintock. He said that in a statement after the passage of it. Now it heads to the Senate. Why would we want to keep terrorists out of the U.S. Hmm. But you know the joke is still on us. As long as Biden or a Democrat is the president, we'll have open borders, which means they can get in. They just don't... They can't do it legally. That's that's it. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Brother. Here's what's trending on the sky. U.S. troops killed by Iranian proxy forces in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. The news that's trending. They end every statement of we're going to defend ourselves. What Iran hears, let's see what we can get away with next time. The news that's now. They open the border. The president has more than enough tools at his disposal to stop it. We're doing what we can. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. 
the world. The U.S. military carrying out another strike on Houthi rebels in Yemen. The rebels say they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians. Affects us at home. We must combat all deadly ideology. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's almost a weekend. Yes. Happy Thursday. It's 834. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Got to pump it up, brother. Oh, yeah. Some of your top story, $79 billion tax cut bill. It also uh, gives businesses some tax breaks and child uh, credits. Now, that moves through the House. Now, it'll go to the Senate. And uh, this was uh, truly bipartisan with plenty of Republicans and Democrats getting behind it. And um, haven't seen a downside yet, but I'll continue to to look for that. Also, uh, some strikes on some Houthi drones taking place. This is not our, I don't know what you want to call it, payback, or this is not part of that, apparently. We're, oh, we'll strike in a way, a time, and a manner of our choosing. Uh, we've... They've heard it before. Yeah. So you've had like 150 attacks on our soldiers or their compounds or whatever. Um, but now you're going to do something maybe that's bigger. huh? Okay. We'll see how that works out. Not that I necessarily want to see a big escalation. I'm not not a fan of starting any new wars. Right. But if you don't show strength, you will constantly be attacked. That's not something I made up. That's not a partisan thing. You have to punch like, the bully once in a while. That's Sun Tzu and the Art of War. That's the history yes. of humankind, unfortunately. And I definitely, you know, the hardliners like uh, little Lindsey Graham, who is brilliant sometimes and just... Sounds like a buffoon at other times, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he's chicken hawking his way. You know, ah, we uh, you know, go right to Ty, uh, Tehran, whatever. Does he really mean that, knowing who the commander in chief is right now, <laughs> knowing right. that the last time he inserted himself in military actions resulted in the death of and and the needless death of thirteen soldiers in Afghanistan. Okay, so consider that. Oh, but don't worry, he won't make all the decisions because you got a Secretary of Defense. Uh, he's not here today. Oh. Yeah. But he, Do we know where he is? Well, not really, but we're sure he's coming back. Interesting. Yes, probably a few days. No more than a week or he two. Must, he's, pro- he's probably working on, you know, further woking yeah. the military. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, uh, Lloyd Austin. Yeah, so... You know, be careful what you wish for. Be careful mm. of what you think you want. <clears throat> it does seem, though, every time, or at least, you know, we have a Democrat, well, Obama and, and Biden. Both of those guys seem to basically kiss Iranian butt, for lack of a better term. And, and does that lead to them not attacking us? I mean, they've got Hezbollah wreaking havoc, the the Uthis, and uh, also Hamas. They all get money, a substantial amount of money, from Iran. 
So Iran has never really been effectively dealt with the way we probably should have done a long time ago. But now it's further complicated by China and their ties with Iran. Uh, North Korea continues to be a wild card, although under Trump, I mean, he came the closest to uh, helping Kim Jong-un see the light, if you will. I, I think he I think he convinced him to turn good. I do. But I think basically the elders, if you will, you know, the commie elders, I think they basically threatened him, said, no, you'll continue with this hardline stance or you might find yourself, well, not around anymore. That's what I think happened there. But there's no need to be all worried about today's doom and gloom, death and destruction and all that. You don't need to do that. And, and you know, maybe this is a better role for Joe Biden as comforter in chief to come in and Hmm. give us a little hug, sniff our hair a little bit. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I don't. Maybe that's what. uh, No, maybe that's what we really need. Really? Yeah. I don't know. So. Hmm. Here's what Biden, of course, it's not him. Right. But it is. I mean, it is his ex or whatever. It's, it is POTUS. Okay. But you know he doesn't tweet. Well, the, that got proven the other day when KJP put the wrong tweet on the wrong account. And exactly. It was supposed to be the president talking, and it was on her account. So I guess she put this out, but it's supposed to be Biden, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other. Offer our help to a neighbor in need. And above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone. Is that what he's sitting around watching on TV these days? While having ice cream? It is possible. Okay, just ask him. But could he take his own advice? Ask for help when you need it. Would you like to see a doctor about your diminishing abilities, your Mm -hmm. cognitive abilities? No. Yeah, even though it's hard, you're you're never alone. Joe Biden and this warm government will just wrap you in their arms and take care of you, offer you Mm -hmm. security. Yeah. Right. And don't ask what the price is because... They'll never tell you the truth. So I'm assuming this is Elmo responding, right? Sure. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. Hashtag emotional well-being. Okay. I just have to wonder and ask, why? What? What? What is the design of this? And and <laughs> nothing is said or done in this administration without a why or how or whatever, unless mm-hmm. it's Biden himself and a and a slip of the tongue. And then he's going to get in trouble. Yeah, as he'll tell you. 
So what what is the purpose of that? I, I mean, will they say, oh, only evil Republicans would make fun of Elmo? Okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to... And can you imagine if you are Iran? Oh, my goodness. Think about it from oh, their perspective. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know? They, yes. Think yes. about these, you know, these clerics, uh, you know, sitting in the room and uh-huh. talking about, you know, the great Satan and all that. Mm-hmm. Who already think us, we're a bunch of softies going to movies and having our parties and living our American life? Oh yeah, I think we're all kind of weird. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So, so then, and they have to, you know, somebody with maybe some American or Western experience or whatever has to explain to oh, these these clerics, right? Right. Well, Elmo is this make believe fuzzy <laughs> character. And so the president is uh, utilizing what he teaches the little kids uh-huh. and, you know, kind of pushing that forward. And, that, you know, they, they would just be like that with their, like, jaws kind of hanging like, oh, yeah, you, you're making that up. You, you, no, you're kidding. This with is all America. the things that are going on. That's who we're supposed to be scared of. We just, we just blowed up a bunch of soldiers, their soldiers, and you're telling us that the president of the United States... Just put out a tweet about Elmo and let the clouds disappear and be there to help each other. Wow. I think we might agree with him. I mean, think about it. Does that sound like a commander-in-chief that has a strong presence, that is strong in his convictions and abilities, that is feared by our enemies, and respected by our allies. Can you honestly say that's how it is with Biden in the White House? Remember how the media just completely told you how everybody feels about Trump and where they are brainwashed by very leftist media. uh, Yeah, the average man on the street, maybe in Europe, would go, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Trump's a bad guy. He's awful. He's a caricature, right? Yeah. But if you spoke to those in government, those in high positions in the military, our Western allies, our NATO allies, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you that they respected Donald Trump, and I guarantee you that our enemies feared him. Don't try to say the same about Biden, because I... I don't think anybody would buy that. All right, we've got a lot more coming up on the Bob Rose Show. we got some local stuff I want to get to as well. And, uh, yeah, some crimes are being punished. Not beating up on the cops, though. But maybe protesting. Hmm. That ought to get you a couple days in, or 11 years in prison. I'll explain coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Crime and punishment. Punishment is back. Yeah, settle down, society. Quit acting up. Hmm, let's look into this. It's 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. 
Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, speaking of law and order, uh, we're going to have Art Forge on from Alachua County Sheriff's Office coming up in about 15 minutes. Stick around for that. I had a story earlier. I spoke about New York City. Immigrants. Shelter. Police uh, attempt to arrest somebody who's wanted for crime. The police get attacked by a bunch of these immigrants. They eventually catch up with the bad guys, right? Bring them to jail. To where very shortly afterwards, they were released without bail. Okay? So there, there's your law at work. You're not even going to protect cops that are getting beaten up? Really? Okay. So just keep that in mind as I tell you about the next story. About pro-life activists. Yeah. So these folks uh, apparently attempted to blockade this health center clinic. And they were arrested and they were charged. Six of the activists are now being found guilty of a misdemeanor, as well as a felony conspiracy against rights charge. Now, if they're convicted of that, they could face up to 11 years in prison. Wow. And fines up to $250,000. As far as I know, uh, nobody was hurt. Nobody was beat up. Now, it may have been a hassle for, you know, for the business and all that. And um, maybe this goes beyond the peaceful protest thing. But can you imagine a sentence of up to 11 years? And then you juxtapose that to beating up cops and getting let out without bail. Or let's take the broader, the broader picture. What about the so-called peaceful protests that weren't always peaceful? I wonder how many of the people who committed atrocious acts of burning buildings and throwing rocks and shooting fireworks at people's heads and faces and all the things that were done in the summer, remember Seattle and Portland, anybody doing that kind of time? Don't think anybody. uh, They pretty much went in, got turned around, put back on the street. Partially thanks to people like Kamala Harris, who were making sure they were back out in no time. Who helped to fund uh, and providing bail. And then, of course, in so many of those jurisdictions, they didn't even place bail on them. Right. And again, don't punish bad behavior and wonder how it is that more bad behavior uh, continues. Now, it's crazy. But in this case, oh, don't you dare. Mm -mm. Don't you dare pro-life assemble and try to urge women not to go through with an abortion procedure. Uh, Apparently, they were praying, singing hymns, but they were on the second floor of the office building. They probably shouldn't have been there. Right. Probably should have been on public property on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Um, And they weren't. So for them to get in some sort of trouble or to be punished in some way may be appropriate. But charging six of them with a felony conspiracy Mm. against rights charge... Felony conspiracy that could bring a sentence up to 11 years and fines up to $250,000. Man. You know, and I thought justice was blind and all that. But as we continue, we see 
a lot of political-type motivations rearing its ugly head in our judicial system. Mm-hmm. That's not good for anybody. No. But the left, because they're not the ones being punished by this kind of a, a system, are okay with it. They're not going to speak up because they're show, so short-sighted, they don't think that it could ever be turned on them. You're the definition of useful idiots. When they're done with you, you'll be some of the first to go. But they don't recognize or realize that because they don't look at history. Their form of history is, up oh, America bad. That's their thing. Yeah. Well, I know. Does that sound like sour lemons? Hmm. I don't know. Sometimes you got to make lemonade out of it. True. And you, could, and you could do that if you had $1,700 in your pocket. Excuse and me? And all you got to do is produce an old lemon. What? Yes. A dried up old lemon. Uh-huh. Recently sold at auction for $1,700. A lemon. Wow. What was my promo from yesterday? A sucker's born every day. Yeah. Really? No, but this is special. A 285-year-old lemon. Apparently, uh, the 18th century preserved fruit was discovered in the bottom of a drawer of a, a chest that was, you know, from the 1800s that was being photographed for the auction itself. The dehydrated fruit is inscribed with a note presenting it to Miss E. Baxter as a gift in 1739. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So if the lemon sold for seventeen hundred bucks, mm-hmm. even though the chest wasn't from the same era, it still was very old. What do you think it sold for? Oh. I don't know. About forty two bucks. What? The, the chest of drawers sold for a little over forty bucks. The lemon sold for seventeen hundred and seventy five dollars. Okay. Which of course was a pleasant surprise to the yeah. family who sought to sell the piece of furniture after inheriting it from a deceased family member. Unreal. Turning lemons into lemonade, one thing. Turning yeah. it into 1700 bucks. That's amazing. Yes, it is. The 9 o'clock stretch is coming up next, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again, I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored. Have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Of a new era. Even more of what you asked for from your talk radio station. It's Glenn Beck. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. New shows and more news. Now on North Central Florida's talk leader, 97.3. The Sky. Yeah. It is another one of those just gorgeous days shaping up. A little chilly, but crisp, sunny. I love it. I hope you enjoy it, too. And the weekend is right around the corner. Happy Thursday. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is 9.07. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Some of your top stories. A tax cut bill that's also supposed to benefit businesses passed in a bipartisan way through the House, $79 billion bill. 
and it's also supposed to give some tax credits for for kids and uh, and it goes to the Senate now, so we'll follow that. And uh, there's other stories that we're going to get to, but first we have our special law enforcement guest in the house, Art Forgy from the Alachua County Sheriff's Office. Morning, Art. How you doing? Good morning, Bob. Thanks for having me. I am doing great this morning. It is great to see you. One of the things, uh, Amber Alert has helped to save a lot of kids. Um, we had a good outcome on one recently, but it's not exactly what you might think. You want to explain the backstory on this one? Yeah, um, our school resource deputy at Kanapa Hall Middle School was notified by school staff that one of the children was absent. Um, he uh, asked one of the, the child's friends to uh, send her a text. She texted back that she was with her mother in Orlando, which the school resource deputy knew was not correct. Mm. So then he asked one of her friends to reach out to her. Uh, she responded back that she was with a man, and uh, the man was answering the texts. So concern is building. He asked her favorite teacher to text her, and uh, she texted back that uh, this is a man, and I'm going to kill her. So obviously our interest is we we believe we have a kidnapping. Right. So uh, we have to step in, and that's that's how that all started, and that's – why you got the amber alert and uh you know that's that's what led us to where we were many times they don't have a happy ending this one did yeah they they found her and, and, and i'll fill in the blanks just theoretically you tell me if i'm way off on it but um she probably didn't want to go to school and then this thing started to escalate via the text and she kind of panicked and she sent the you know the text about the man and all that and and, and um, probably didn't realize it until after she sent it, and then she got scared and kind of hid out, right? Yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good uh, uh, conclusion, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, here's what I draw from that. Uh, yeah, kids could panic. They make mistakes. Uh, need to make sure she understands that. But also the importance of resource officers. This resource officer clearly knew at least some things about her, knew who her Absolutely. friends were, Absolutely. knew who her favorite teacher was. So I just want to give a big kudos to school resource officers. That is part of the value of having them there. It is. It is. It's not just for attacks on campus. They actually become a part of that school and a part of those kids' families. And those resource deputies know those kids. Case in point, right here. By the way, what is the difference between an Amber Alert versus a missing child alert? Um, that's a good question, Bob. Uh to issue an AMBER alert, we have to meet five criteria. Uh, that criteria is set by the National Center for Missing Children and FDLE. Uh, the first one is they must be under 18. Uh, we have to have a well-founded belief, based on our active investigation, that a kidnapping has occurred. We also have to have a well-funded uh, belief with an active investigation going remember active investigation important thing that the child is in imminent danger of death or serious bodily injury there must be a detailed description of the child or the abductor and the vehicle and we're able to broadcast that to the public and then law enforcement uh jurisdiction recommends the act the activation all right, so, so that's there's the some five criteria. Yeah, there's some steps to jump through there so it doesn't happen every day all the time because it is a special thing and you want to get your ducks in a row. What about missing child alert? That requires all of the above except for uh 
the belief that the child has been kidnapped. Now, you could still believe they're in imminent danger, Absolutely. but not so, necessarily be kidnapped. Absolutely. Okay. And so that's the two types uh, that, that you're going to see. Uh, a, a runaway, uh, we, we know is a runaway, and they don't qualify for any of that. Um, not everybody is going to qualify that for those uh, those criteria. And a lot of times we'll post a missing person and they'll say, well, why wasn't a, a missing child alert or an Amber alert issued? And it's simple because they did not meet the criteria that is set down by Nick Mick and the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Tell me about this Majestic Oak shooting charges. Um, another, another good investigation. Uh, this shooting happened back in August. Uh, the deputy uh, worked it was able to uh, match up clothing from security cameras at other locations to the clothing that was being worn by the suspects. Take some time to have the uh, evidence analyzed. Uh, our victim was shot in the leg. Christian Perry and Mario Taylor, both 25 years of age, were charged with attempted homicide, aggravated battery, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and firing a weapon in a residential property. So, uh, Great bit of work there. I, I tell you, one of the things that everybody has ring doorbell cameras. There's a lot of ring uh, products out mm-hmm. there, a lot of video surveillance. And now, uh, most every crime that we work, they'll canvas the area and see who has video. So video is a big help to us. What's behind it? Uh, drug uh, Drugs involved here? Um, believe it was a, uh, a romance type uh, jealousy, jealousy or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, not good. Never. Uh, on a lighter note, school crossing guards, they always do a great job, and they actually, uh, you've set aside a special appreciation day. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, a proclamation from Governor DeSantis, uh, done usually by proclamation every year out of the governor's office for the first Friday in February, which happens to be tomorrow, that we honor and thank the school crossing guards for the job that they do. They're out in every type of weather trying to get our children to school safely so if you go through a school zone tomorrow with a school crossing guard give them a wave tell them thank you uh their work goes unnoticed and this is a day we can appreciate it yeah absolutely um let's talk about the gun bounty program this this program's been in existence since 2009 and we actually partnered with crime stoppers back then to uh uh, we realized that there were a lot of illegal guns out on the street, stolen guns, filed off serial numbers, whatever it may be, that were being used in a crime. So partnering with Crime Stoppers, because they add the anonymous piece there, mm. we uh, said that if anybody gives us information that leads to an arrest in a gun violence case, we're going to give them $1,000, no questions asked. And it's going to be carried out by Crime Stoppers because of that uh, anonymous ability. So uh, if you have that information, that's a cool $1,000 right there, no questions asked. So that could be used as evidence in a, a court proceeding or charges or something like that? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, it's it's totally anonymous because it goes through uh, Crime Stoppers. It just gives us the tip to be able to uh, look for that gun, look for that person, and, and start solving that crime. And it has to lead to an arrest. So uh, okay. not every tip is going to lead to an arrest probably. Um, I know you never get tired of talking about it, but uh, there is plenty of openings 
and they and doesn't mean you have to be on road patrol per se, but the sheriff's office is always looking for good people. Yes, we uh, we don't have jobs, Bob. We have careers, right on. And uh, mm. that's that's what we want. We want people to come in and sign up. You don't have to wear a gun if that's not what you like. We have plenty of civilian job openings. We have plenty of jobs that are certified or sworn, and we will train you for any job we have. Telecommunicators, detention officers, deputies. We'll train you and pay you, and you have a career, not a job. Wow. At one that could end with a pension. And it's you're going to get a signing bonus for a, a deputy, a detention officer, a telecommunicator. And if they uh, tell them that Art Forgy uh, sent them, then you get like a free chicken dinner or something, don't you? Um, I I wish, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to get those positions filled, um, you know, Sheriff Ganey has done a fantastic job putting a recruiting team in place, and uh, uh, we're ready to get them filled. Well, in radio, they used to tell us, hey, you're not doing a shift. You're doing a show. So in this case, in law enforcement, you're saying, we don't have jobs. We have careers. Absolutely. I like it. Absolutely. That's nice. That's good. Yep. Art Forgy, Alachua County Sheriff's Office. Always appreciate your input and uh, uh, sharing with us what's going on. Thank you. Thanks for having me, and thanks for supporting law enforcement. Always be safe. We will talk to you soon. It is 916 on the Bob Rose Show. And coming up in about 30 minutes, things that make you smile. And I've got plenty of headlines and other things as well. You're listening to News Talk 97.3 The Sky. isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at 6. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3 Sky. I guess we uh, still have to do some things here, Greg. Well, I mean, we could have let Art just kind of wing it for the next 40 minutes or so. We could have. I mean, you know, he's a PIO. He's used to talking. That's That's true. That's what he does for a living, too. Yeah. So. But he's not getting, he wouldn't be getting paid for this. It's not like we're taking it out of our paychecks. (laughs) No, but he'd have more exposure, experience, (laughs) make him look good to the sheriff, all that kind of good stuff. Ah, I see what you're saying. If you could come back in, we're we're leaving early. No, no, I love what I do, uh, corporate. <clears throat> oh, wow. I can't speak for Greg. Would you like some chapstick, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no, but can you get some of this brown stuff off my nose? <sighs> yeah. Oh. Mm. Good morning and welcome. It's 921 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. And good news if you support conservative ideas, ideals, and conservative candidates, because Fluoride Day... Or Florida, yeah, has nearly eight hundred thousand more registered Republicans than Democrats. Nice. Are you tired of winning yet? Hmm. No. No. Nope. We want to win in twenty four, right? Yes, we do. When I got elected governor, November twenty eighteen, Florida had close to three hundred thousand more registered Democrats than Republicans. See that twenty eighteen and how things have changed. Who said that, Governor DeSantis? He says, today we have close to 800,000 more registered Republicans than Democrats, a net gain of more than a million in a little more than five years, and uh, adding that produce results and people will respond. So, yeah, perform. This state has been doing uh, well fiscally because 
Uh, people took fiscal responsibility. It's not perfect. There's work to do. We need the legislature to really work hard uh, on the areas of homeowners, insurance. That really, that is a biggie. And apparently car insurance is go, you know going crazy too. So these are a couple of things that there's a way they can mitigate that. I don't know, create a more competitive environment. They've got to do they've got to do something because the cost of living is going to naturally rise in Florida anyway because well, it's the old supply and demand. People recognize us as a great state and that leads to them wanting to move here. I say come for vacation, spend all your money. Yep. But then go home because you you know you got you can't leave your family and all that go, go. Well, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean basically, Bob's fr- saying don't let the door hit you. That's what he's saying. So, no, I in a very friendly a way, very friendly way. Yes, yeah. Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Shep. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, I heard you say now Florida has more Republicans than Democrats. By the way, if I sound tired, it's I just got back from an all nighter, but. Uh, you know, guys, I've been an independent next to forever. I mean, I started out as a Democrat. I then switched to Republican. Then I was Reform Party. And frankly, I'm just sick and tired of both sides. I mean, you know, just to give you an example, I mean, neither side wants to solve problems. I mean, an example is, you know, the illegal immigration problem. In my opinion, and please don't take offense to this, the uh, Democrats see the illegals as their next block of voters. Mm-hmm. The Republicans see these people as a source of cheap labor. So they don't want... Ooh, bad sell there, Chef. That's uh, just the way I are. see it. And by the... Go ahead. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Did, did you hear me before? Yeah, you just got cut off for a second. Oh. Okay. The other thing I want to point out here is years ago, back when I supported uh, Ross Perot, okay, I used to listen to a radio program called For the People. Chuck Harder was the guy's name who started it. They're not around anymore. But one of the things they said was the mainstream press is not guilty of crimes of, of lies of commission. They're guilty of lies of omission. Well, now they are guilty of lies of commission, Mm -hmm. and we know that. The problem is nobody wants to believe it. They still believe, you know, the idiots on the left, the the dumb masses still believe, see what I did there? Mm -hmm. The dumb masses still believe Trump is a Russian hack. They still believe that, that the Russians interfered with the election. They still believe Trump got into it to... Uh, get rich, even though he's a little poorer for it now. They believe all of these things. And if you try, I say, then why did he, if he got in this to get rich, why did he donate his presidential salary? Oh, that salary is peanuts compared to how much he fleeced us for. And I ask him, how, how did they fleece us? Right. How did he fleece us? And they don't have an answer. They just, they just call me a Nazi and a fascist. Yeah, a Jewish Nazi. That's a good <laughs> yeah, one. Right. Wow. See you later, guys. Yeah, yeah. that that that, that kind of yeah, it was my first. That kind of ends that stream of consciousness <laughs> as you're having a debate with your uh, friend or neighbor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh-huh. um, well, I'll be the first to say, yeah, it starts with, and I know Shep can relate to this. It starts with 
not really putting too much trust and certainly not your faith in people in general, but especially politicians. They're human and they're going to disappoint you or just downright cave in uh, to those things in life that are tempting, uh, like greed. Okay, so it happens to the, you know, the so-called best of them. And that's, you know, that's part of a human. And all a party is, is an extension of that, really. Now, if you follow the tenets of a said political party or whatever, the Republicans, their planks and what they stand for is much closer to my own values. And that's why I identify as a Republican. But I don't put... A lot of faith in politicians, definitely not in political parties. Right. But this party happens to show it. Now, do they follow through with their, you know, mission statement and and all their so-called principles? Well, not always, clearly. Mm -hmm. But put your faith in a higher being. Right? Yep. Because at the end of the day... When you're going to be called up to heaven, it's not going to be a politician that's going to be at the pearly gates. I just have a feeling. I don't know that for sure. Is Peter a Republican? I don't know. I'll check into that. Yeah. Not a liberal, that's for sure. <laughs> 928 on the Bob Rose Show. 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. Greg Cassidy is here as well. And you are listening to 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on this sky. In New Hampshire, a two-person race. And just a little note to Nikki: she's not going to win. I'm not going to pull out. As it happens, the board. As bad as we think the bill is, I promise you it's worse. We don't want drugs. We don't want criminals. We don't want terrorists. We don't want human trafficking. The news station strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. Conducted by the United States and the United Kingdom. News. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Need to know. Viciously held hostage by Hamas. The threat we face from China. Russia alone stands in the way of peace. You need the sky. Just download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. That's where I get my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Why do you hate our listeners, Greg? Oh, what, what, what did I do now? Oh, brother. Nothing. I just, I'm trying to start with you. I'm trying to stir it up. Oh, yeah. Stir it up. Uh-huh. We, we do this little texting game, you know, uh, me and Greg and the boss and man. And the boss man, yeah. Yeah. You know. And a joke a joke was made about Tom Brady's balls. Right. Um, they're actually, no, this is legit. They're, they're up for auction. Footballs. Footballs. Well, what? What else would they be if Tom Brady is attached to them? Needed to clarify for some folks whose minds are in the gutters. Yeah, they they were uh, you know Super Bowl you know winning yep. footballs, and they believe at auction they'll probably go for about a million apiece. Wow, that's that's the guess. Yep, and uh, and then I think it was Nick. What did he remark? Something like, uh, "What about the deflated mm-hmm. balls?" And because Greg is not a huge sports fan. Uh, baseball a little bit, but, yeah. but but not a you know not in general, not football that much. And I texted Nick. Mm-hmm. You know he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Yeah. But then I quizzed him. Yeah. And he does get it. Deflate gate. I remember that. Yeah. So then Bob felt 
like, wow, I didn't get him this time. Yeah. So I just went on the air and said, you know, you hate to listen. <laughs> Greg hates everyone he schmoozes with. How's um, that? No, that's a, don't that's do a, that. Buddy. No, don't do that. That's a lot of people. Greg loves everyone. Pretty much. Well, there's a few. Okay, there's a few that I know. What? Uh-uh. Jesus said, no, okay, you got to love them all. Love them because God says I have to. Doesn't mean you have to like them. He says something along the lines of, and I'm really good at paraphrasing uh, biblical yes, quotes. I know you are. Yes. No, it's, it's called, hey, yeah. I made all these dummies. Yeah. You have to love them, whether you like it or not. I, th- I think... Uh, it's we, in there somewhere. We could even... I, I think that, that Shep had a great um, phraseology that might have gone in there when talking about the dumb masses. Yeah. I thought that was very well put, and that could probably apply in this case. I, I, I could see that as, um, you know, anti-Catholic, though. Mm, not those kind of masses. Oh. Yeah. Because I used to say, you know, everybody loves Catholic girls because right. they have mass appeal. Oh. Shecky <laughs> yeah. Rose, I'll be here all week. Done for. Luckily, the week's almost over. <laughs> I've been here for Shecky Rose. I've been here for 22 years. Woo. They ain't getting rid of me now. It just feels longer. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just, yeah. <laughs> cease fire, I said. Cease fire. What? Um, no, those are brilliant words coming out of the mayor of Chicago. I mean, where else would you be hollering cease fire? Shh, but in the streets of Chicago, oh. where you have dozens of people shot literally every weekend. Yep. And uh, a handful of fatalities. Isn't it sad that I, I could say it like that with total confidence that it's at least a handful of fatalities well, we do every weekend? Every Monday and Tuesday, we do the update just because it's so blatant. Some of the some of the worst, strongest gun laws in the country, and it's a dangerous place to be. So, you know, anything that the mayor of Chicago can do um, to help alleviate that, bring those numbers down, you know, quell violence in the streets or whatever, right. you know, I'm all for it. Until I read a little bit further, and I realized when he was yelling, you know, cease fire, mm-hmm. it was part of a resolution talking about Hamas and and Israel. Okay, I'm going like, pl- to apply the same thing to him okay. that I applied to Gainesville, that I applied to Alachua County Commission. You have enough to do in your own backyard, front yard, side yard, in the house. You don't need to worry about Israel until you fix your own problems. Shut up. Okay, I'm done now. Very good. Very well done. That's how I feel. You, well, it, because no. it, it, that, is, that is done with logic. Look, you only have so many hours of the day. You have issues facing you. Exactly. If you're the mayor of any city, let alone a crime-ridden, plagued city, Chicago, carjacking, shootings, it is really out yeah. of control. But you've got time. To wrestle with it, you you actually have time to vote on it and argue mm-hmm. about it, about putting out a resolution, which, by the way, resolution, uh, part of the word is solution. The problem is when you put the R-E before it, it means as in it doesn't matter. It's not a solution. Yeah, I don't think Netanyahu cares what you think, what Alachua County thinks, or what Gainesville thinks. He would suggest a place for your resolution. And resolution, it's like a non-binding no, bunch of baloney. It means nothing. The, and, and the mayor, I guess he's proud of himself. He was the tie-breaking vote. Oh, the fact that... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so the fact that they had to you know, come yeah. down to a vote and they had to you know, argue about it and everything. Really? Calling for a ceasefire in Gaza while every weekend bullets are like raining down on people yeah. in parts of Chicago. 
Yeah. A ceasefire in Gaza and condemning Israel. Condemning Israel. You want to be on that side? Okay. I mean, maybe in some ways that might be helpful to some voters. Yeah. Wow. Let's say you're a Jewish voter in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You might want to be aware of somebody that you voted for yeah. that's anti-Israel. And chances of them being Democrat are pretty high. Pretty high. Do you think any of these people would care if Netanyahu had an opinion on how they should run their cities or towns or counties? I kind of doubt it. Because they don't listen to anybody. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So even as the Windy City continues to suffer daily death tolls from out-of-control murder rates as the rising rate of anti-Semitism plagues the city as well. So anyway, yeah. Mm. The measure, as I said, has no actual lawful consequences, of course, and is completely symbolic. But the vote serves to illustrate of how far against Israel the Democrat Party has turned. And how do American Jews tend to vote? Democrat. Yes. I don't get it. So our Jewish friends. I don't get it. it. Well, I'll just say this. This is not anti-Semitic to our Jewish friends. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. How's that? I like that. Okay. Do a little homework. And when I say man, that includes, it means mankind. Yes. The wrestler? Uh, What was his real name? Because then he had a couple of If you know that one, was it Terry something? See, oh. I know, and I know, and I know his other. We characters. always draw the same blanks. Know, That's the problem with because mankind was actually an old character. He, he did a couple yeah. after that. That of course we're going totally blank. I'm sorry on. that I can't remember because he was one tough dude. Oh yeah, he really was. That guy could take some punishment. He was like he was like the Jake Lamotta of Mick professional Foley. wrestling. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah, I like just a great personality. Just a seemed like a great guy you'd want to hang out with. Yeah, I've read something. Yeah. I don't know if I've read part of a book or something. He did. He wrote something. I don't know. He has an interesting backstory. Too bad I can't yep. remember because my brain is full of other stuff like, you know, what's going on in the border. Because there's nothing going on there, right? So Mayorkas, uh, they're moving toward impeachment. Okay. Right. And mm-hmm. now it probably won't be successful. The Senate probably won't follow through with it. I mean, does he deserve to be impeached for his failure to secure the border and the fact that he lied about it, he denied it the whole time? Uh, yeah. I mean, he certainly should lose his gig at the very least. However, it won't do any good. It won't change what's going on at the border. Uh, they'll put some other sycophant in there to follow yeah. the uh, the Biden administration's shadow government orders and uh, continue to allow the flow to cross the borders. But you think when you're under heat like that, you kind of fly a little low, kind of keep it quiet, right? Instead, he's like, hey, uh, I'm endorsing this uh, Senate deal uh, that they're trying to pass. I- I'm all for it. I Which can, it's mm. like, oh, if my orcus is for it, mm. I better look at this very carefully because I can just guess I'm probably not for it. Um, yes. Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is seemingly endorsing a deal being negotiated that would expand overall immigration in the United States as illegal immigration hits record highs. The deal negotiated by Senators James Lankford, Rhino, I mean, yeah, Rhino, Chris Murphy, a Democrat out of Kentucky, and uh, Kristen Sinema, the Independent. 
from Arizona. Mm-hmm. This would actually increase annual legal immigration levels. It would require DHS to funnel thousands of border crossers into the U.S. every few days, expedite work permits for those border crossers released into the U.S. interior, and provide taxpayer-funded lawyers to unaccompanied oh alien goodness. children, among other things. Wow. What is wrong with this guy, Lankford? He calls himself a Republican? How dare you? This is how we want it done. Let me make it simple. It's from little old Bob Rose in the heart of north central Florida. And I've got it figured out far better than you bozos do. And Mm -hmm. here it is. You have to have a solid, standalone bill that requires real border security using at least, if not more, of all of the tools that then-President Trump engaged with and utilized extremely effectively. That is the first and foremost thing. To me, there will be zero discussion about DACA, Dreamers, or anybody else, or a pathway to citizenship, or all that, is all on hold in my book or in the book of any good conservative Republican until there is true border security. And here's the problem. I don't care what they write down and what they pass. They could pass the most stringent border security uh, rules and laws ever known to man worldwide. Do I trust Anybody in the Biden administration to actually follow through and utilize the new rules? Absolutely not. So I hearken back to what I have said before. As long as Joe Biden or any Democrat is in the White House, the border will not be secure. And you can take that. To the credit union. See what I did there? Instead of the bank. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, clever. So anyway, that, yeah, the, the border thing is so extremely frustrating. And the lies that come out of Democrats and the President Biden saying, yeah, I need the, the money and the resources uh, to be able to yeah. you know, secure the border. Money it's, and authority, he even says. Come on. I mean, I get it. The what lefties, you know, the, the, the lefty media, the CNNs of the world, the, the MSNBCs, they, they've got to carry water for their far left uh, friends in office, uh, they think. Um, but... When it's so blatant, that's the thing that's changed over the years, how it's morphed. They used to be much more subtle in their biases. Well, still got the clip from yesterday from little KJP. Yeah, let's hear it. If Speaker Johnson continues to believe, as President Biden and Republicans and Democrats in Congress do, that we have an imperative to act immediately on the border, he should give this administration the authority and funding we're requesting to secure the border. Is that a load or what? You're not requesting it to secure the border. That's part of your big lie. And when you say he agrees that we need to act immediately, yeah. Do we need to act immediately to secure the border? Does anybody disagree with that? No, No. No. We're all on board. But then you twist it. You morphed it. It's not going to require Congress or money to secure the border. It would only require the exact same 
utilization of executive orders that Biden's predecessor, don't yeah. say Trump. Yeah, the T word. Biden's predecessor utilized. You know, and, and this is Biden has been around, what, in the Senate and all that since, I don't know, 1912. The, the late 1800s. Well, probably early. he was young, yeah. And, and yet. He he does, and he was vice president for eight years, and he he's not sure. Like, really, I can do that? I can do the executive order? Uh-huh, yeah, can right. I? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, give me a break. Genius. All right, folks. Nine forty eight on the Bob Rose Show. It's time for things that make you smile. Upbeat, positive thoughts. If you want to share those with us, it's brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call now eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. You're listening to ninety seven point three The Sky. If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night. And all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from all the people who would weaponize them further. On 97.3, the sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Another gorgeous day. Let's appreciate it. And that's what Things That Make You Smile is all about. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call now, 877-975-9825. Duda, man, what's making you smile? Yeah, well, I guess I'm pretty politically incorrect, but back when the Eisenhower administration was going to deport a bunch of illegal aliens, they called it Operation Wetback. I love it. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't know that you have to be... Uh disparaging that's not a, a positive and, and, term and political yeah You're yeah no, I, I, yeah i don't yeah, yeah i don't like that yeah. i don't like it why would you call names even if it was a reference to an old thing yeah yeah phil what's making you smile what's making me smile is a vision of tomorrow prior to president biden going to dover air force base uh to welcome back our deceased heroes Jill giving him instructions in the White House. Now, what, what happened to things that make you smile? Let's try somebody that I think knows how it works. Rosebud, what's making you smile? Hey, top of the morning, Bob. What's making me smile? God works in strange ways. About a week or so ago, I was complaining that uh, my neighbor's uh, pond was lower than it's ever been in 50 years. Well, all the rain that we've had, the, the water's come down all the way through all the canals and everything through Shirley Lake. Well, now his pond is up, and there's a six-foot walking fish in there. And uh, pretty soon, it's going to go underneath the bridge. I'll come on my side. Talk about God giving me home delivery food service. Mmm, love me some sushi. <laughs> Thanks, Rosebud. All right, coming up next, The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Time now for the smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Uh, Pizza Hut in Canada had to close their dining room and they put up the sign real quick when they had to leave and it said unforeseen circumcisions. Rut row, typos can get you into a little bit of trouble. Well, this thing's already gone around viral, but wait. An answer to the viral thing was by actor George Taki. He retweeted uh, a screenshot of the original post. 
and stated, Typos are my worst enema. Wow. And that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, is the smoking gun. The smoking gun is brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. And uh, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family. Have a great, safe day. Tomorrow's Friday, baby. Yeah. 97.3 The Sky. See you.